Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to your God's Love podcast. I'm Haley Halveston. This podcast is all about holistic health, sacred sexuality, and spirituality. I have Melissa Lapidus here, and she is an integrative psychotherapist and founder of Safe Space Trauma Certification. Welcome. Yay, thank you for having me. Yes, I'm so excited to talk with you. Like we were saying before we recorded, your work is so needed. So tell everybody what you're doing. So I do trauma certification for coaches, healthcare professionals, healers, anybody who works with people and is going to experience some part of somebody else's inner world or psyche. It's very important to have knowledge around trauma because it is inevitable that you will hit some kind of trauma in every human being that you're working with. Mm, yes. And let's go into this too, because like I told you, most people think of trauma like, oh my gosh, she got raped or maybe her dad died when she was little. But go into like, what is trauma? Yeah. So those are the big T traumas that you're talking mm-hmm. about, right? And, and those, that is trauma. Any kind of, you know, big event that impacts you and your psyche is a trauma, but there are also little T traumas. And these are the ones that mostly every human being on the planet has, but most people don't understand that it's actually trauma because like you said, we relate trauma to the big things, right? So little T traumas are things like parents that are emotionally unavailable or maybe had an addiction or maybe you're grandparents came over as immigrants and there was an impact on you. So a lot of family of origin stuff and generational stuff is seen as trauma. And every single human pretty much has something that they've brought from their family of origin, a way that they've had to negotiate or acclimate themselves to their family's rules that wasn't true to who they were necessarily, but they had to acclimate the truth of who they were to be safe and loved and connected in the environment that they grew up in. And that creates trauma because trauma is a way of reacting that isn't the truth of who we are actually. It's a learned response to keep us safe and connected. Mm. Woo, that is so good. Because what about, you know, I focus on sexuality in terms of what, like a woman, maybe her mom told her that sex is bad, sex is dirty. Maybe she grew up really religious. Then when she goes and has sex, she think, is that trauma or what would you say? Oh, a hundred million percent. Yes, that's huge. Actually, you know, there is so much collective trauma around women's sexuality. It's like an epidemic, actually. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know. Well, that's always tell people doing like, like, what got me into this is I couldn't have an orgasm. And I thought I was going to be one of those women that had to be like faking it in her 50s, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's true for so many women. And then on top of that, it's like such a taboo thing to talk about. And so women feel so alone, you know, and stuck with this trauma that, you know, they just perpetuate shame cycles because there's not safe spaces for people to talk about it. So 
that's so awesome that you're doing this work and able to support women to be able to talk about this stuff and heal from it. Cause that's, that's how we begin to heal is to have safe spaces to talk about it. Right. Mm, definitely. Thank you. Yeah. I so agree with you because what about, okay. So people, if the people start are listening, they're like, okay, I do have the little T trauma. I didn't think I had trauma, but okay, I do. Then what? Then the first part is acknowledgement, right? So it's looking at what are these things? How do they impact your life on the day-to-day? How are they holding you back? How are they impacting your relationships, your intimacy? Not just sexual intimacy, but the ability to be seen and heard by others or even by yourself, right? Because so oftentimes we have trauma and we get upset with ourselves for feeling a certain way and then we're actually perpetuating the cycle of invalidating our own emotions and so it's beginning to really acknowledge what's happening inside of us right because of those traumas and to love ourselves and hold ourselves instead of beat ourselves up right there in those feelings in those you know resentments or shame cycles or whatever it is that we're carrying mm. And I love how you say shame cycles because that's something I talk a lot with people that I work with. And that's something I was in forever is like you get stuck in that cycle and you almost don't even know how to get out of it because you have shame on top of shame. You have shame that you have shame. I call it emotional stacking, right? It's like you're mad at yourself for having this thing. For ha- It's like goes on and on and on and on. And it's like I always tell my clients and my students, like I have a zero tolerance for self-abuse in my spaces. Like we're not doing that. Like that's an absolute no in any space that I hold because that's just like letting somebody else abuse you, right? Is abusing yourself. And so that's one place to start is look at the places you're abusing yourself. And emotional abuse is abuse. So when you tell yourself you're bad, you're wrong, you're ugly, you're horrible, you're yucky, whatever it is, like that's abuse to yourself. And so if you don't agree with abuse, then we have to start with stopping that cycle in ourselves. I so agree with you. And it's almost like in every area, this just hit me. It's in food, it's in sex, it's in money. Relationships, all of it, all of it. We're very hard on ourselves when we really stop to examine what's going on in our unconscious, right? So when we open that awareness, and again, that's the first step is being aware of what's happening in our thought process, in our feeling process as well. Like, what are you feeling? when you walk into a room, how much are you aware of yourself and what's going on inside of yourself? This is how we start to identify our traumas, right? It's like, I feel anxious when? I feel anxious, you know, when I think about this, when I go to this place. Okay, so let's look at what that looks like for you. How does that show up in your body? What are the thoughts that you're telling yourself? And when we start to really unravel these layers, we can get to why this is happening. And that's the root of the trauma. And then we do healing work around that. Yeah, because I think that uh, it seems like our culture created it to be like most people like that well yeah and here's the thing i always say it's like we're taught from young ages to disassociate if you think about it 
we send our kids to school, right, at the ripe age of five or something, and they're given a bunch of worksheets and talking about stuff that has nothing to do with what's going on inside of themselves, right? Disassociation from our feelings and our inner world is trauma. It is a way to not be in touch with the truth of who you are. So when we're hyper-focused on eight hours a day outside of ourselves, and nobody's stopping to go, hey, how do you feel right now? What's going on in your body? And like really exploring that inner world and developing emotional and relational intelligence, um, we don't know what the heck is going on with us. And so then we produce these adults that have all this anxiety, depression, like these things are so prevalent, right? Like in our society now. And it's because our society is perpetuating trauma, literally, by not giving us the tools and resources to go inside and look at ourselves in a deeper, more nurturing and supportive way. Mm, wow, what you just said is so powerful. Because I used to dissociate a lot during sex. Mm-hmm. And now I look back and I'm like, mm, that's not normal, you know? So I think that it's, it's like what you're saying, it's, it's kind of scary that everybody is so, is like that. Because most clients that I've worked with have been on some form of antidepressants. Yeah, absolutely. Most humans are like that. You know how many times, like, I go out into the world and leave my room. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Like, oh my gosh, like people are so disconnected. Like they can't talk about things that are going on inside. Most people are focused on things that are going on outside of themselves. So we live in a disconnected society. We are so um, attuned to what's happening outside, you know, with the government, with politics, with this entertainment star, with whatever it is, and so unattuned to what's going on inside ourselves. And so, of course, like we have this trauma that is collective, that is not getting dealt with and healed. And it's my belief that, you know, this mess that we're in in the world, all this dis ease is because we are not at ease as individuals and we are not focused on how we can individually come back to a place of ease so that collectively we're not expressed in the in the macro as dis-ease right we have to work on ourselves and so all this focus on the outside we need to balance that with focus on the inside I so agree with you on that. I think this year was like the cherry on top in terms of COVID and the election and the looting and like all of that. That was kind of the, what, the mirror to what was going on inside? Well, everybody has been locked in with themselves now. So people are finally starting to realize like, oh, this is what's going on inside of me because they have nowhere to disassociate. They're not doing the thing every day, getting up, going to work, doing the routine. So Mm -hmm. all of a sudden people have all this time to sit and be with themselves. And I know, I mean, I don't know for you, but for me, my business has exploded during COVID because the mental health issues are really surfacing now with people. And, you know, as much as I, don't like to see it come up in this way, I feel like it has, it has to, like it has to come to the surface now that so many people are dealing with mental health issues that have been able to disassociate and check out and not deal with it. 
but we have to deal with it now or we are not going to be a sustainable humanity. Yeah, no, I agree with you. My business is the same way. And I think it's also because the fact that people, we have to face it because either or not, you're going to end up like some of the people that I know where they're on six pharmaceutical drugs or, or six plus and they're functioning, but not really. I mean, you're, you're, you're in survival mode. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And it's like, you can't really find your true purpose and passion and fulfillment if you're numbing out. You have to be able to take that time to go within and really discover what's underneath the trauma in order to find your life purpose and your passion. And I think a lot of people, you know, get to the point where they start to feel what's really there for them and they don't want to look at it. And in order to heal, you have to be willing to look at what's going on with you and start to acknowledge what's there in order to move to the other side of it. Yeah, definitely. And I saw this sheet and it showed the different trauma responses like fight, freeze, uh, flight. Like, flight. And then there was something that was like fawn. Fawn. That's like yeah. a new one. Mm -hmm. So that's a new one. So go into that. Go into so, the different responses. Yeah. So fight is like when, you know, you see all these people that are so angry with the world and they, I can't believe this one's, a, you know, we see this a lot. Like, you yeah. know, I can't believe he's the president or he's the president or like, that's a, that's a trauma response, right? Mm -hmm. And um, flight is like when you are constantly running from the feelings, you know? So a lot of times highly successful people actually are in flight, right? Like I don't feel good inside, so I'm going to show myself that I could feel good by being really successful, right? And that's a way to validate. And then there's freeze, the people that are stuck and are like, oh my gosh, like I don't know what to do, you know? I'm so confused. I'm so stuck. And then fawning is like people pleasing, like doing everything to please people outside of yourself because you don't really feel good inside and you don't know how to please yourself. So you want to please everybody else. And then is that a new one? Did they just add that one? Yeah, that's kind of newer on the list of, of trauma responses, actually. Would you identify that as a trauma response? It is a trauma response. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, perfectionism and, and pleasing others, definitely a trauma response. Mm. Yeah, because I personally dealt with people pleasing and being a perfectionist. And it's almost like being a perfectionist is rewarded in school. A hundred percent. I mean, hundred yeah. percent. There's a lot of trauma responses that are rewarded in school, like the same kids that are overproductive, right? And that's like a flight mechanism when they want to prove, 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 right? So yeah, it's like, those are the prettier ones for sure. Like out, like outside looking, I mean, like if you're looking in from the outside, like when somebody's productive, it doesn't look like anything's wrong with them. But if you really start to examine what's underneath that drives many highly productive people, it's them running away from a feeling that they have inside that they don't know how to face. Okay, so for people that are listening, if they realize they're in one of those four, which most people are in one of those, right? Yeah, I mean, generally. Okay, so if someone listening is like, wow, I'm in freeze right now, then what? Well, <laughs> then you have a long road ahead. No? <laughs> <laughs> well, trauma doesn't really have a timeline. I just want to mm -hmm. say that. And so when we start to notice, it's like 
the then what is, do I want to work on this and expand and grow and really move past this and see what else is possible? Because the truth is that when we start to heal from our trauma, we get to tap into all this potential that we have that we never even knew we had because the trauma takes up so much space internally, right? So there are so many people living with dreams and desires that never really understand how to go from dreaming and desiring to make that a reality for themselves. And when we start on the journey to heal our trauma, the answer lies there. It's like, that's how we move deeper into making those things a reality is by dealing with and being committed to be on this constant journey because the, the trauma healing, it doesn't end. It's not like you arrive at a certain point. There's always more growth possible to us. Like I always say, like a tree doesn't decide one day, like, oh, I'm done right? It can grow exponentially. And so can we as human beings. Like we have so much potential that's not tapped into. And when we start to peel away these layers and these programs that we've adopted to keep ourselves safe because of our trauma, we start to tap into more potentiality, right? And that potentiality is free to now be what we want it to be versus what we have created to protect ourselves. Mm, yes, I love that. Yeah, because what is the opposite of fight, flight, freeze, or fawn? What is that? Just being in, like, what would you, is potential. It's like potential. being yeah. potential, right? Instead of being in one of those defense mechanisms, or it's not really a defense mechanism, it's more like a trauma response, but instead of having to use the energy for that, we freed up energy to be able to manifest and create what it is that we really want right and so when we're talking about trauma we could look at it as stored energy in the body it's not we're not at ease on some level and when we're, we have dis-ease it's literally stuck energy so when we go into it and we start to unstick it now we have room for movement and when we have room for movement we could decide where we want to channel that energy to really create something that we want instead of keep recreating the same things that we don't really want. Yeah, definitely. And then what about, yeah, cause it seems like people get stuck in just the same, creating the same thing over and over again. A hundred percent. I mean, and even people that are successful that are creating the same success over and over again or higher levels of success, oftentimes there's deficiencies in other areas like relationships, right? And so we need to look at where do I feel like, you know, I want to have more fulfillment in my life in which areas. And that's the key to where you want to start channeling that energy when you start to unlock those traumas, right? And start to heal from them. Then you know, like, okay, I'm going to move this in this direction so that I can have more fulfillment in these other areas. And a lot of people just think they're deemed to a life of not being fulfilled. Like you said, I thought I was like never going to be able to have an orgasm. And I just kind of like accepted that for a minute. Right. And that's not the truth. Like it's my belief that you can move through so much of what you really want to move through and get to the other side of if you decide to commit to moving towards that, right? Mm, yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, and then what, yeah, because that's what I learned the more I get on this journey. I'm like, whoa, there's actually limitless pleasure we can feel. There's limitless joy. It keeps going up. Yeah, it keeps going up. It, and that's why it's like you have to move another layer, right? It's like this cycle of like birth and death and birth and death and birth and death. So you're constantly killing off the parts of yourself that like are no longer serving you to be born into something greater. And you just go round and round. And it's like, you know, the more you can tap into the stuff that you would like to move out, the more space you make for the stuff that you want to bring in and expand. Definitely. And then what about, do you talk about the chakras? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it seems like most people, or at least from what you're saying with the trauma and everything, we get stuck in the lower chakras. A hundred percent. Well, you know, the, the, the base and the survival and then the, the sexual energy, like we have so much around those two places to heal. Like just starting, I tell people like, safety is your foundation for everything so a lot of people are working up here and they're doing all this spiritual work but they've never created safety right and so it's like you you could float around up here all day right but if you don't have like safety like it's dangerous actually it's not a healthy balanced way to live your life to be constantly up in the spiritual realms without having healing in your, in your safety, in your root, right? Mm. Listen, that was me when I first got into spirituality and then it led me to the sexual work because I was so, oh, it's so amazing learning about the chakras and all these different spiritual concepts, but I couldn't tap into my body. It's a bypass, actually. Yeah. We don't want to go here until we've worked. It's like I always say, like, would you want to build these intricate windows and doors and roof on a house that didn't have a foundation that was solid no mm, yeah. with the foundation people there's so many times i'm bringing people back down it's like they get all these spiritual concepts and ideas but like they don't even feel safe in their own body and so i like to you know really support people to understand how important that safety is mm. Yeah, because everybody is like 5D, baby, 5D. But I'm like, we're here in 3D. Yeah. And like, well, how do you feel in your body? You know, it's like how, you know, and people want to bypass that. And it's, it's, it's a, another form of disassociation is really what it is. Yeah, you are so right about that. And it's, it's so common now. It's so common now. The spiritual bypassing is 90% of the spiritual world that we see online and spiritual teachers. And it's very bypassy of what's going on in the body and in this physical reality that we live in. It's a way to, another way to check out and not feel what you feel, right? Yes. Yeah. Cause I was at a meditation conference and it was really cool. I'm glad I went to it, but there were people actually projecting there. And I was like, my body's telling me I'm not ready for that right now. I need to be here. But it was mm -hmm. cool to see that people are doing that. But you're right. Yeah. Well, what is that doing? Very it's true. It's like, you know, it's like we could be like living in this other realm and that's great. But what's that doing for the world that we're living in here is always my question. How is that helping humanity? You know? Mm. Yeah, you're right about that. That is such a good question. I have no idea. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so funny. Okay, so what if the people are listening? They're like, well, I'm way down the spiritual rabbit hole like I used to be. What would you say? Just focus on, because I say a lot about safety too. Focus on safety. Focus on being in the body. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Focus on noticing, like, what are your feelings? You know, what are the sensations that you have in your body? And how do you create a safe space in your body? Mm, yes, I love that. That is so true. Mm. Okay, so what would you want the final takeaway for everybody to be from our conversation? I know we talked a lot about all these different topics, but what would you want people to know? Is that it's so important to focus inside of yourself and really look at and admit the traumas that you have. Because if we don't stop doing this thing of disassociating, we're just going to pass it on generation to generation. And we're going to be in this mess that the world is in for a really long time. So it's my belief that healing trauma individually is going to be what heals the planet, actually. Mm, I so agree with you, especially when you think of the fact that when you go back to what you're saying about the little T trauma, like most people have trauma, you don't even realize it. Then that's like, okay, whoa, yes, this will heal the world. Yeah, but we got to look at it. We got to really look at it and the way that we're relating and, and you know, being in community is, go is going to really change if we can heal this trauma. Mm, definitely. Okay, so where can everybody find you? Um, I am Facebook, Instagram, Melissa Lapidus, Safe Trauma Healing on Instagram, and my website is www.safetraumahealing.com. Okay, sounds great. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yes, everybody, y'all, be sure to like, share, subscribe to the podcast, and let me know your thoughts on this episode because it's such an important topic. Now we'll see you beautiful people next week.